on today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. It goes for anybody in your life. Like I told you, um, when I went, I went to my mother specific, I went to her last on purpose. After I went to my editor, because I know that there is still a part of me that if my mom would have told me she didn't like the title, which I knew she was not going to like it. I was like, I probably would have still been like, okay, maybe I should do the other title. Yeah. But it's not, it's not her book. I can, I can respect your opinion and that's fine, but it's not your book. It's my book. You know what I mean? So I get to title my book, how I want to title my book. You can write a book and name it whatever you want to name it because that's your book. You know what I mean? So people don't get to tell you like, you should do this. You shouldn't do this. You should dress like this. You shouldn't dress like this. You should wear your hair like that. You should lose five pounds. You should gain five pounds. You should go to school for this. People can have an opinion, but it's not their life. I love This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit BlackGirlsGettingTheirShiftTogether.com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one-on-one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. A Tribe Vibe is a twist on Ladies' Night, focusing on self-care for Black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode. This for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. I love it. Yeah, so that kind of now what I talked about earlier is like now I'm really practicing that gratitude of life. Like, yeah. and I, and sometimes it's good because I look back at my shitty days in my journal and I'm like, well, thank God, like, you know, I'm not yeah. in that space anymore. Yeah. Do you ever go back and way back and look at some of your? Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. something that I say in my book is, you know, invite your past to your current party. 
And what I mean by that Ooh. is there were times when I just, I would pray, like, I just want to have a good day, you know, to yeah. for, for you to ask me, like, how was your day today? And I'm like, oh, my day was great. Like, two years ago, I would have never said that. See? And I, I prayed just to say, that's what I say about gratitude. It doesn't have to be something that's monumentous to anybody else. But for me to, to be able to genuinely say, like, I'm having a good day is huge for me. Mm-hmm. To me two years ago was begging to just genuinely just have a good day. Nothing, nothing spectacular. I don't need to win the lottery. Nothing. I went to Target today. I cleaned my house. I had another interview. I had a, a business call. And I, nothing spectacular has happened today. <laughs> you know, like, but right. But it was spectacular to you. I get it. And, you know, I feel that something like journaling is good because not everybody can afford therapy, even though there are some as a caveat, I will add this with a lot of research, some research. There are agencies out there, and I'm talking to anyone listening now or on the replay, if you're thinking about going to therapy, um, I was in between jobs. Mm -hmm. I had lost my job, and I believe that that was the catalyst, because I was now, since I've been in therapy, I realized that I had been uh, anxious and depressed from a little girl, Mm -hmm. but... um, I started going to therapy through this agency and it was state funded and I've had therapy for three years with no, no charge at all. Yep. So it's out there. I, I'm hoping that more people can have that, you know, available to them and know that things like that are available to them. One thing for me, um, which is one of my long-term goals is I want kids to in school for it to be a normal part. And I know a lot of schools yeah. have counselors and things like that. But a lot of times those counselors are, when I was in school, our counselor, it was 300 of us, one person, you know, so she maybe couldn't, you know, like I said, if it was a case that was like blunt in your face, but, you know, she wasn't able to talk to 300 kids individually. Mm-hmm. I, I want I want it to become just a normal part of our lives. Like, yeah, I went to see Miss Smith today, you know, and it's fine. It's not taboo. It's not something to be made fun of. Like, because everybody has to go. Exactly. And, you know, I want I really hope and wish that we could normalize saying going to therapy isn't something so bad. Because I'll admit I've said this in the past. Something's wrong with you. You need to go see a therapist as if going to see a therapist is wrong. Something's wrong with you. I'm pretty sure we've all done that. I'm pretty sure I've said those exact same people as well. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean. I say a lot of shit out of my mouth. So, <laughs> but um, but no, some people do need to go to therapy, and they need to hear that they need to go to therapy, and not saying that it's a bad thing. But some people are in denial. You know, some people think mm-hmm. it makes you crazy or whatever, and it 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 just it doesn't exactly. And I love that you mentioned the journaling because for someone who can't go to therapy for whatever reason they're not able to i believe that there are tools that we could use on our own at least help us like you said the gratitude journal that costs nothing yeah i mean there's so so many things that i do now that i realize are therapy for me um during covid i am i went to school for fashion for a little bit and i have been someone since a little kid i can't draw i don't draw anything a stick figure looks a fucking mess, okay? 
I registered for uh, this art class late because I was putting it off. I was like, I don't fucking want to do this art class. Right. So by the time I registered, I was in a class with all animation students. Ooh. So these kids were, and, about, and I was older. So I had had my son and I went back to school. So I was like 20, I was older than them. I was like 23, 24. So they're 18 years old and they can draw the whole Disney channel for you. And I'm in there like, <laughs> like I, I I can't do this, and it was so stressful for me. It's so, it's so I was like I forgot where I was going with this story, but I remember I hated it. Well, because you said the art fair, art. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So during um COVID, I you know we were trying to trying to find things to do. So I became like this little artist in my mind. I would be on YouTube every night, like watching all these different type of artworks and I started making art. I sold some artwork like Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm an artist. I was like, who would have thought the girl that broke down in her color theory class with these animation students would like sell a painting one day. That's amazing, Ashley. Right. Wow. So, like, there like you said, there are things that if you're so for me, I'm creative. I need to I like to plan parties. I like to like I, every, I, I need to be doing something, you know, some, for some people, it might just be taking a bath. And I hate saying taking a bath because I don't want people to get this. I want people to get the idea of um, uh, like a mental health day is like going to the spa, which it can be for some people right? or like taking a bath, but there's so much more you can do. Like for me, a, a huge part of therapy for me is spending time with like my closest girlfriends. I mm. noticed like I, if I haven't, spent time around them in a while, I will start feeling like down or things like that. And then we'll plan a day and it does, we don't have to do much. Sometimes they just come over and we watch movies and like my oh, spirit is, is instantly like lifted. So there are different ways, you know, there are different types of therapy. You just got to figure out what's for you, but still go see a doctor. Exactly. <laughs> so speaking of your creativity, can you hold your book up? Yes. Let's talk about your book, please. I just bit a piece of ice. <laughs> Hey, Jackie. <laughs> this is my book. Do that shit. This is the hard. Get closer. Okay, everyone watching, take a screenshot. Lift it up, Ashley, a little, please. Yes. Take a screenshot of it. Everyone, I put <laughs> Ashley's link. I'm going to drop it in the chat right now. And it's her Instagram. But as well, go to the link tree so you can mm -hmm. purchase her book. Yeah, so black my black. book is called Do That Shit. It is on pre-sale right now. Um, so it's on pre-sale on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and Books a Million. So I'm like, when it went, first went on Amazon, I was like, okay, cool, that's great. But when my publisher had hit me back, it was like, oh, you're in Barnes and Nobles now. I was like, wait, I'm like a whole author, <laughs> like a real author. Like Maya Angelou was like on Barnes and Nobles. So now so am I. <laughs> Barnes and Nobles. That's what we right. doing. Right, so um, when you, order, you get the the paperback version, which is this one, and then if you order directly from my website, you get the hardback version. So, okay, let's make it easy for the listeners. Where do you want people to purchase it from? What what's going to benefit your business? I mean, both, both of them benefit me. Oh, okay, yeah. So, well, so you hold can, it up again. Okay, let's see it. Yes. So you have, we have a comment, Jackie, who's also a mental health advocate. She hey, said, I love, love, love that title. Thank you. I felt, you know, I, I had another title, um, which is much, it's, it's much more classy. It's, it's nice. It's, it's whatever. And I, I said, you one day if I write another book, no, cause I said, one day if I write another book, you know, when I 
become like Dr. Ashley or whatever. Maybe I'll use that title <laughs> for my next book. Uh, but, you know, I, I felt like I wanted a title that was like me. It was in your face. It was direct. It was honest. And that you knew, like, when you got this book, it wasn't about to tell you. It wasn't about to be handholdy. It wasn't about to be telling you about someone with this perfect life and how you just need to wake up early in the morning and your life will be so much better. So... That's why I decided on my title. Uh, my mom hated the title. I was gonna ask you what did what did your people say? Yeah, my husband, he he my husband, my friends, my sister, like they all were like, okay, this title sounds like you. Right. Um, so I remember I I was like, I was battling between the two titles and I was like, okay, okay. Okay. And then so once I met with my publisher, um, I remember talking to her and she was like, Well, what's the title? And I was like, uh, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> and she's like, uh, ma'am, at minimum, I need to know the title of your damn book. Right. If you want me to be your publisher. So I told her, and I was like, I, I told her, and as soon as it, it came out my mouth, I was like, but this is the other title I'm thinking about. And she was like, no, you need to stick with the title that you have. So I told my mom, I was like, well, this is the title. It said it so. My mom was like, oh my God, Ashley, you just cuss so much. And I was like, yeah, that's the point. That's me. That's, <laughs> that's me, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a terrible mouth. I know it, and everybody else does. So I feel like it's on brand. It's who I am, and that's the thing. This book is—I give a lot of my own stories in it, and I wanted people to relate. So I was like, I cannot have this cookie cutter title at all. Well, you're not cookie cutter, right? At <laughs> all. All right. So we're gonna go a little off path. I'm okay. gonna read some quotes that you have from do that shit book yeah i love this when you say okay let me make this screen bigger you know i got young old eyes okay so this is from ashley Britt. this is my amazon book voice thank you healing isn't linear there will be mountains as well as molehills there is no shame in feeling down just don't live there do that shit do that shit yeah um because I feel like, not I feel like when you, wait, I'm, I'm here a little echo. Is that me? I do feel like when we are constantly replaying our struggles, replaying our trauma, we can't move past Ooh. it. You know, if you're constantly stuck in it and the, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, like there is nothing I can do about what I said five seconds ago, what I did five mm. seconds ago. There's no, I, I can't take it back. As I used to literally, like sit and talk to God, like, why didn't you give us like a remote control on life? Like, <laughs> I could rewind this and be like, uh, don't do that. Don't go there. But I can't. I cannot rewind time. So all I can do is figure out how to move forward, you know? And Ooh. if that means that I have to apologize for a mistake or make up for a mistake, then that's what I have to do. But sitting around crying about what happened, it does not help anything. And it further, you know, hurts me. So I decided, and I, I realized that for years I did that. I stayed in the space. And when other people would come to me and, and say things like, things will get better. I'm like, how are things going to get better? I wasn't, like I said earlier, I wasn't mentally mature enough to even think about that I was feeding my trauma, that I was feeding my hurt. Oh, that's some good stuff right there. Damn. I that's good. I'm a little therapist in my head, Dr. Ashley. <laughs> yeah, you need to rebrand that. Doc, do that shit from Dr. Ashley. Dr. Ashley. Like Dr. Dre. Not a real doc, like Dr. Phil. I could be 
<laughs> no, that's good. I love what you said about feeding the trauma mm. because I know from my personal experience, it is uncomfortable as it was in that trauma. It was still comfortable. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, a lot of people, we we don't even realize that we find comfort in living there because it becomes who we are. It becomes our personality. You know, if it's like, if I'm not sad, then who am I? If I decide to to move past this, then, then what do I talk about? Then, you know, what's my identity? Right. Who don't, don't realize that. So since you've written the book and it's this journaling for you, has mm. it been, like a release and therapeutic for you? It has. It has. Um, so I rem- I did my last edit and, you know, I've read through the book. I've, you know, I've read through it and read through it after I wrote it. And then, um, you know, I would just read through it and read through it. And I would like get to certain parts of it. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I should open up about that. I don't know if I should talk about that. And then I would mm-hmm. feel like a little sting and it might take me back, you know, to that situation. Yeah. And there are even some parts in the book that I say, like, I am not, completely healed by this you know right. there, are, there are times when i like i said i do get taken back to a certain point in my life or something that's happened and i've realized that i am still working through that and that that is okay and i may be working through that for the next five years or for the next 50 years but as mm. long as i am constantly working through it it's a little better than it was yesterday right that's that's uh that's some growth yeah and look candy said Feeding your trauma. Yes. Yeah. We don't realize that we do that. It's like when, uh, what is it? When you're sick, they say feed a, feed a cold, starve the flu. Uh, so- something like that. No, whatever one. Don't quote me. I told y'all I'm a doctor like Dr. Phil. <laughs> so whichever one it is, because when you're feeding a certain whatever, it's going to keep growing. So if you starve it, it, it can't grow. It has to die. Mm. It has to fade out. It does. Um, I'm dropping your link right now. Your link tree. Okay. If you all can see that's listening now, if you can see Ashley's link tree that I just dropped in the chat, type a one in the comment section so that I know. Can I just say I love black girls getting their shift together? You know, like why the fuck didn't I think of that? I'm, that. I'm telling you, I had to get my shit together for real yeah. because I was wearing a mask. I didn't even know I had a mask. And then when life was just too much for me to be, I'm like, Fuck, I need to get my shit together. Yeah. And when I got my shit together, that's when the shift came. Yes. yes. I, I, I love go. the name. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. May I read a couple more uh, quotes from the book before we get off? This is some of the quotes that really resonated with me. You said, wait, not that one. Here it is. Stop breaking your own heart by exaggerating your place in other people's lives. Do that shit. You know, that is something that I have battled with my entire life. And that's one of those things What I'm saying in 50 years, I'll still be dealing with them. I am, I love people so hard, like the people I love. So mm. I'm like, I would do this for you. And I would do this for you. I would do this for you. Like, and then it's like, I w- noticed that I was living in expectations. Like 
I was expecting everybody to love me back the way that I felt like I was loving them. Wow. That keeps us stuck too, right? And, and right. And that, and then I started breaking my own heart. And this is not just in romantic relationships. This is in friendships or in work relationships or whatever. If you feel like I'm such a great friend to Tammy, like, you know, why isn't she, why, why isn't she that for me? Why isn't she there for me? I'm always there for her. And I feel like I mm. felt that very, very often. And um, one part of it is maybe they just don't rock with you like that. Okay. Right. And then the other part of it is some people love very differently and show their love very differently. We talk mm. about like five love languages a lot, and that is how we receive love. But mm. I also realized in those five love languages is how we give love too. So I am like I want to I want to throw you a party. I want if you told me one day you like hot tamales, I'm gonna find a hot tamale factory and say, Hey, oh my god, let's go to the hot tamale factory. That's me. Um, you know, I'm also, I'll sit and cry with you. My best friend is not a crier. If I call her and I'm crying, she's going to be like, get the fuck off my phone. But she's also <laughs> going to come over and be like, what do you want to eat? What do you, what, whatever. Like, she's more like that, you know, that's how she gets her love. So I often have to accept that people are people and we all show our love and our affection or in our emotions differently. Oh, that's some good stuff. Let me read a comment. Hey, Candy. Candy said, and then you resent them for not breaking their own boundaries for you when you break yours for them. Yep. That's a word. I would be so upset with my my friends. Like, why aren't you doing this for me? And it's like, no one told, no, no one asked me actually like, hey, pop up out the bed at one o'clock in the morning and come come to the hospital when I'm giving birth to my baby. Mm. Right. To them, it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? It wouldn't matter if I came at 1 a.m. or if I would have waited the next day to 1 p.m. You know, but for me, I'm like, well, I got out the bed one at 1 o'clock in the morning for them. Why Why didn't they get out the bed and come see me at 1 o'clock in the morning? Why did they wait till 1 p.m. the next day? You know? And right. that wasn't fair to them. And I had to learn that. And I, that goes back to that mental maturity I was talking about. It wasn't fair to them. And then I'm angry with them for something that they aren't that they they don't they're not doing it to be mean. This is just them, and that's them having their own boundaries on their own life. Um, right. And that's perfectly okay. Now Candy. that is a difference from the person who is not going to come see you at all when you have the baby. And <laughs> exactly, you rape that motherfucker. <laughs> Candy said, "I used to be the same way. I get it, one hundred percent." I I agree with you and Candy. I was like that in my romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. But after my group therapy or during this group therapy, I'm realizing now or learning that it was mm, transactional. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm doing this for you. This is what you should do for me. This is what you better do for me. Yeah. And then the resentment would come in, but it was transactional. I just didn't know that at the yeah, time. And then sometimes, you know, and I know we've all heard this before, but I feel like we hear it. We, we say we took it in and then we kind of don't, you know, when people say like, when people show you who they are, accept them. Not yeah. meaning that they've done something completely horrible, but if someone shows you like, you know, I'm not a timely person. Don't sit around and be mad when they fucking late all the time. Right. Right. That's, that's who they are. You know, if, Someone has shown you they're not they're not good with planning something. If they don't plan a birthday, you know, something for you, that's not their strength. 
and that's okay. Yeah, and we have to be okay with that. That's who they are. Exactly. Celeste said, yep, that's such a great point for people to understand. You are a low-key therapist. I see you, Ashley. Love your gems. Thank you. (laughs) I I will now go by Dr. Ash, okay? Dr. Ash. (laughs) Dr. Ash. (laughs) May I read one last quote? This was simple and to the point. You said others are not qualified to validate you. Do that shit. Yes. And that goes for anybody in your life. Like I told you, um, when I went, I went to my mother specific. I went to her last on purpose. After I went to my editor, because I know that there is still a part of me that if my mom would have told me she didn't like the title, which I knew she was not going to like it. I was like, I probably would have still been like, okay, maybe I should do the other title. Yeah. But it's not, it's not her book. I can, I can respect your opinion and that's fine, but it's not your book. It's my book. You know what I mean? So I get to title my book, how I want to title my book. You can write a book and name it whatever you want to name it because that's your book. You know what I mean? So people don't get to tell you like, you should do this. You shouldn't do this. You should dress like this. You shouldn't dress like this. You should wear your hair like that. You should lose top five pounds. You should gain five pounds. You should go to school for this. People can have an opinion, but it's not their life. I love that. I love that. It sounds like you have a, a really good uh, syst- uh, system of friends. Like they mm-hmm. seem like it's a safe place where people. You know, I had to also, that's something else I talk about in the book is cultivating these safe spaces. Um, I'm someone, I've had many, many friends over my life. I've always been like a popular person. Um, So a lot of times I have friends just because I wanted to be the popular girl. So I hung around the other popular girls and not everybody was necessarily my friend and people who I felt like I could go to and talk to um, when something was really going on with me. I had a really bad breakdown a couple of years ago and it showed me like who people were. And at that time, Mm. like I said, I had saw the signs before. I just decided to ignore them. Those red flags. flags, I ignored them. And and even in friendships, I ignored them. Um, And then I, you know, the people who were around me when I was going through the hardest time of my life who weren't judging me, you know, that I did finally feel like I could be safe and talk to them. And then I opened myself up because I close myself off to like not meeting new people and not really letting new people in. Um, mm. And I've met, you know, some really great people in my life over the past like five years that I would can now consider like my family, like some of the closest people to me versus, you know, people who I've made have known for 15, 20 years. Right. You know? so I think just being my words, uh, See, I'm not as smart as I thought I was. What's the damn word I was looking for? You got it, Dr. Ash. We know, were looking for you. Right. <laughs> Whatever the word I was looking for, but you know, I, I don't know. So I guess I just was like intentional now. I'm intentional about the people I have around me. I'm intentional about what I share stuff with. And again, this goes back to, um, you know, not exaggerating your place or whatever, just because there are some people I don't feel safe sharing with. And and that's that, okay too. Right, and that's okay. Yeah. Everybody is not your even even if you know that everybody's not your best friend. They don't. Everybody doesn't need to know everything, and that's okay. You know what I learned? I used to apply that to people who I meet, friends, platonic mm-hmm. friendships. But I, over the past 
two years, I was like, damn, that's family too. It is. It really is. And then and then it's it's okay. And then also that's that that's in them same lines with prey. You know, it's like this is family and whatever. And I've always said blood does not make you family, blood makes you related. Exactly. There is a huge difference between yes. family and relatives. Exactly. I mean, I have relatives I, I never see just because you're my cousin. I'm supposed to trust you over this person who's there for me all the time. Like, no, that makes no that makes no sense. None. None at all. So um, this was really good. I knew you were going to come with it. You're so easy to talk to. Oh, Everybody you. in the chat is loving on you. If you love heard any gems from Ashley, put a light bulb emoji that's my thing, light bulb aha yeah. moments. So while they do that, I have a two-minute lightning round. Okay. Let's do Is it. What kind of lightning round? So I don't like, care. I, I ain't scared. It don't matter. Say, I ain't never scared. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'll definitely, in respect, I will do No, that. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let's... Uh, this was a dope conversation, Ashley. Thank you. Thank and you. you're getting a bunch of light bulb emojis. Wait, it's Celeste, the therapist. Are you really a therapist? How, how am I doing in my my? Doctor? She really is a therapist. Am, am I worthy of a, a doctor? Celeste, she's <laughs> talking to you. She wants to know if <laughs> they need they need like uh, um you know how like Kim Kardashian is doing to be a, a lawyer. Like you just have to go like study under somebody. The baby I bar. Need, yeah, I need to go find out if they offer that for a therapist for. For me, because I want to be a doctor, okay? I just want to go study under somebody. I don't want to go back to school. <laughs> I don't either. And when you find out, you have my contact information. Send it to me. I'm looking for the shortcuts. <laughs> also, Celeste, the therapist, said you are doing amazing. Thank you. And then, oh, okay, you're going to be, you really are a doctor. Dr. Ash, you did a great job. <laughs> and Celeste, the therapist, said, yes, girl, you are so dope. I got to hit you up to come on yes. my podcast. Yes. And she probably will. She has a yes. very good podcast. Oh, good. So, yes. You're certified. Dr. Ash, let's I, do I've our lightning. Stamped. What were you okay. about to say? I said, I've been stamped a doctor. So it's certified. like me and Dr. Dre, Dr. Phil, now Dr. Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ash is do that shit. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Now that you've gone through therapy and yourself, uh, wellness journey how did you not jump off the sofa during that second part reunion you know oh girl it was hard it was very hard mm. and this is one of the times when other people opinions did validate me because i was like mom hey my mom no i'm a fight i'm a fighter <laughs> i think she was also very proud i was like oh my god my kids teachers are going to see me whip this lady ass on TV. <laughs> oh my God. Was... Well, that That is what it was because like I said, there used to be a different me. So this was five years ago. I don't know if we wouldn't be having the same conversation. It would be like, why did you jump off that couch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did it. But if you did, I could kind of see Exactly. Because, you know, even, I guess I'm not perfect. I'm still, I'm, I'm still battling with my own self. And there's a part of me that's like, you should have beat her ass. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, girl, I'll hold your earrings, put some Vaseline on the face for you. Like, go. I know. I know. I know. But, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad I didn't. Um, yeah. But it, it was, it was difficult. 
you know, you you did lovely that night. <laughs> you me. did. Okay, next question. What's your superpower? Oh, my superpower is I am low-key. Low not only am I a doctor, I am also a psychic. Okay. Well, Candy said you have discernment. Where is it? It's somewhere <laughs> on here. She said you have discernment. Yeah, I am a psychic. I pick up on things very easily. Sometimes I don't even know what it is that I'm picking, I'm like picking up on. And, you know, I'll know things. I've been like this since a little girl. I'll know things. I put this is going to happen. And then something very, very similar happens. And I'm like, I knew it. I don't think, I'm not like Miss Bill. Like, I can't be like, give me your birthday and I can type, read you. But I'm pretty good. We we actually um, have a friend. She calls herself an intuitive healer. And I told her, I was I'm like, well, you know, I can do this too. So one night during COVID, we were on live and like I was listening to her, like, do her readings or whatever. I was like, let me do the next one. And I was so like spot on. I was like, See, told you. <laughs> see, you're Dr. Intuitive Healer. I see. Yeah, I could do it. What's all. your kryptonite? Oh, what is my kryptonite? I have, I have a lot of, not a lot, but I have bad habits. So it depends on like what aspect of life we're talking about. Like as far as food and stuff, I am a candy junkie. Um, okay. I Like I said, people talk about going to the dentist all the time. I Dennis loves me because I gave him so much money because I cannot stop eating candy. And I'm like, thank God I have teeth left in, left in my mouth because <laughs> I should not as um, <laughs> much candy as I eat. Um, that was another kryptonite of mine. <sighs> if you don't have any others, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that was, I think Look, that was we'll save it for the next interview. Yeah, Moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> What's the biggest misconception or lie that you've heard since you've been a reality TV star that you is just not the truth. They got it all wrong. The biggest misconception about me is that I'm a mean girl. I hate that a lot of people were saying that like, oh, she's such a mean girl. I'm not, I'm just honest and I'm direct. And I think that a lot of people got that from um, the vegan dinner episode. Uh, when I start questioning about like, how did someone get married to someone that they didn't know at all? And a part of that in me is, like, if you start telling a story, I am a, I'm a story person. Like, I want to know. So, okay, then what? Okay, what you was doing? What you was wearing? I want to know. I need to know all the details to put the story together. I don't like vague stories. Okay, I'm a storyteller. I'm like, no, I need to know all these details. So, I didn't feel like it was mean, but at the same time, hey, I'm on a television show, people who don't know me. People who do know me, everybody was like, yeah, we want to know the same thing. <laughs> like, yeah, you were asking the questions. I mean, hey. Um, if I was sitting at that table, I would have been hollering. Just yeah, I mean, it was a lot, and then it was just it was even more that you guys didn't see that that still left us with a bunch of questions, and it was like, can you share some tea that you haven't shared before that you're allowed to? Um, I mean, I feel like I've shared everything. I know my producers probably watch my interviews and be like, Ashley, shut the fuck up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, not really. It's just it was such a long dinner we were there for about four hours and you guys got it chopped on tv to about 10 minutes literally so it's just like so much was going on and talked about and i literally i remember zoning out at the table for a while and i just remember and that's when you see like quick and i like laughing because i'm like i'm so bored like i was you tired did monique was talking about covid and i was like i don't want to talk about covid 
then uh, Winter is talking about her second ex-husband and I'm like okay great good for you then she said how old he was and I was like whoa wait a minute now I'm intrigued and she said he lived in his mama basement I was like whoa 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 now I'm really intrigued I got motherfucking questions (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was a lot going on you know yeah I'll save that for after okay (laughs) um last two who's your favorite reality tv star ever Oh, I have a few. Um, okay, I love Nini. I love Sheree. Um, I love, I'm a Kardashian fan. I know a lot of people don't like the Kardashians, but I do. Judge okay. your mother. <laughs> um, Evelyn Lozano from Basketball Wives. I used to really love her. Uh-huh. Uh, who else? Teresa Judice. I don't feel like she's one of my favorites, but I do feel like she is like top tier, like reality royal, um, like Nene. Uh-huh. Uh, who else do I really like? Let me see. I mean, that's it that I can That's really a good do. list. That's a great yeah. list. Yeah. And last I question. All of those people would be labeled Mean Girls too. Now, Ashley. Yes, you're right. So, <laughs> <laughs> last question. Who's your favorite reality star on Love and Marriage DC? I am my favorite. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I am my favorite. I when I tell you, I mean, when I will be watching it, you uh-huh. know, because we we filmed from January to March, so it came on in May, and then we didn't. We got we watched it as you guys watched it up until like our last three episodes, I think. So we we watched it when it came on TV. So I was, you know, watching it as a fan would. And I'm watching it like, girl, I can't, like, talking to myself like, you did not have to fucking say that. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Yeah, so I'm my favorite reality star. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I left that one for last. Ashley, you are amazing. This was really good. Really yeah, good. Ashley, you need to promise me another uh, interview when I, season I, two starts, girl. I promise you that you will be getting another interview sometime at the beginning of next year. I can do that. Yes. At the, at the very beginning of next year. Wink, wink. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, that was a wink that I gave her. No, you know I'm going to be hitting you up. So, yes, this was good. So, last couple comments, Celeste, Celeste, who certified you. Yes, Celeste, you have to go watch the show. Yeah, so um, right now you can watch it on um, on demand with, on on OWN Network or, or on, if you have Discovery Plus, we're on that too. Oh, okay. This is good. This is yeah. good. So, yes, and Jackie said, yes, she was really good. Yeah, I had I had a good I had a really good time. Oh God, here go Bruno being a baby. Show Bruno before Bruno. we go. Show Bruno in the book. No, I don't know. You don't want to come up. Come on, Bruno. You don't want to come up. You want to show mommy's book. He's funny. My book. Oh. Do that shit. There we go. There Ooh. we go. Me. <laughs> I love it. Um, I would love to purchase your book, but I'm going to say right now, I would love to have an autographed copy. I'm just yes. Saying. So if so, all the 
Brewer, come up. So all um, if you want an autograph copy, I autograph all of them that are um, purchased directly from my site, Ashley Brittany Silva. All of them come. All of them come. Brewer, say hi. Brewer, kiss, kiss. But this is what I would like you to do when I purchase mine. If you can sign it, Dr. Ash, I would love okay. that. Of course. <laughs> you know, I'm really going to look into this Kim Kardashian thing. Like, if Kim can cheat to be a, <laughs> a, a Dago lawyer, then I know it's some shortcut for you, okay? Me, I don't want to perform anybody. I don't need to give anybody medication. I just want it in my name. Puff Daddy's a doctor. What? He has an honorary doc doctorate degree from Howard. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So let me go see if the University of Phoenix has something. So <laughs> Wait, I want to go back to school. <laughs> Who was oh. it that Romeo used to do the commercials for? Uh, what was the name of that school? Oh, I don't know. Um, he used to do those terrible commercials. It was a university, not Phoenix. Um, uh, I can't remember what it was, but he was like rapping about to get your degree or whatever. I'll go to oh, Shaq. is an honorary doctor too. See, if Shaq can be a doctor, so can I. Oh, hell no. Jermaine Dupree, you know what? I'm going to look that up, too, because I've done enough healing work. I deserve it. And um, yeah. right. I so, feel like and he, I don't know. I don't know what theirs is in, but I feel like Puff uh, Diddy's is in. I think he's like got his doctorate in music, whatever. I mean, I get it. He's put in the work. So now so did I, need we. My, I need mine, too. OK, there we go. <laughs> Any parting words? No, I'm just a thank you for having me. Make sure you guys are following me on all social media. My name is Ashley Brittany on all social media. Um, I also have a podcast. It's called Fun Time Moms with my best friend. We will be back for our fifth season in October. And, you know, just be on, on the lookout for our maybe season two of Love and Merch DC. Oh, I love it. Okay. I didn't ask you about fun, uh, the Fun Time Moms, but I'm sorry. I didn't say that right. Let me say it correctly. Fun. Yeah. Fun Time Moms. I'm going to yeah. drop that link. So I've dropped your link several, several places. So you will have no excuse to follow Ashley everywhere. And Ashley, you are a wonderful guest. I expected Thank nothing you. less from you. Thank and you. Um, definitely we will see each other um, the beginning, wink, wink of next yes. year, beginning next of next year. year. We will. <laughs> Unless we get our doctorates first. Yes, I'm, I'm going to be like, everyone needs to address me as Dr. Ash. <laughs> you let them know where, where it was certified, right here. Right. Everyone, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Tonight was fun. I told you all it was going to be fun, and it really was. Uh, anything made your heart or soul resonate, please like, comment, share this video with everyone else. Make sure to tune in next week. Um, I have... Um, Sierra Hillsman, who I found from Celeste, she's going to come on and we're going to talk about emotional spending. Oh, wow. Yeah. I need to watch that one too. Please do. <laughs> it, it was something else. I had some aha moments. Other than that, everyone, have a great evening. Thank you, Ashley. Good night, Bruno. Thank you. Say bye bye, Bruno. You say bye. <laughs> He's like, who's calling me? Do his paw like this. All right. Say bye bye, Bruno. Bye bye. <laughs>